This is the Put Sophia on the Spot podcast. No, it's not. She doesn't even know what's about to hit her. We're going to interview her. No, we're not. It's the Fia Hour. No. Folks, if you're not in studio, which obviously you're not, there's only three people in studio today for the half the family taught players. Uh, Table Talk with Rookie's Family is the name of the podcast officially, or just Table Talk. Usually six members present, but today uh, we've got one that is uh, in western Wisconsin at a lake. That's so wrong, but okay. We'll just say she's there, but she's not. She's in Brainerd. She's in Brainerd. Uh, which is um, west of Wisconsin, as I said. Brainerd, she's in west of Wisconsin. <laughs> one in a hurricane. Yeah, one in a hurricane out east. We're hoping to hear from Matthew. Uh, well, how bad could it be? We just texted him and said, uh, can you... Are you ready? So, well, I'm packing my apartment and I'm eating lunch right now. I'm having lunch, so uh, I can't do it at the restaurant. So he'll maybe chime in later on. I don't don't think it's that that bad. He sent a small video this morning and it was windy and it was raining and kind of fog-like, but um, that was about it at that point. What I guess that was from... Maybe the middle of the night last night. It was, but no okay. one was out. No one was on the streets. The streets were completely empty. In the North End, has that ever happened in, in time? Seems like they're always doing parades or the Assumption of Mary, or well, not during a hurricane. True. I guess you want to take shelter, seek shelter. Yep. And then uh, uh, Gabriel GT is um, hard at work and he's on the clock. And I think I've got a little surprise for him down the road here. I think it might be a little call in order. It's his first lunch shift, and he was saying that this is known to be the most boring shift of all. Oh, good. This Sunday lunch shift. Okay. Um, I wonder why, unless there's a Viking they game. Don't, yeah, they don't get a lot of people, he said. He was told they would only seat one to two people an hour, or one to two groups an hour. Wow. Oh, wow. They better start getting I, better specials. That's surprising, because... Yeah, that is. But it's a nice day out. Plus, it's a gorgeous day out. You'd think somebody would want to run out for lunch. So, But that's your lineup. So Sophia is in studio. Mom and dad are in studio. And it might not be as lengthy as a a normal uh, Table Talk podcast, but there are some um, articles and items that we do have uh, that I want to bring to the table. And this is our the big pre-State Fair show podcast. Yes, it is. We won't be here next Sunday recording. We'll be here Friday the uh, first Friday of the Minnesota State Fair at approximately two to three o'clock in the afternoon, following Garage Logic's podcast. So we hope if you're sticking around for Garage Logic, you will stick around <laughs> for the family podcast. If you're coming for the family podcast, I hope you'll come early and watch the Garage Logic podcast. That's right. That is right, and uh, we are excited to do that. And my family is um, excited, but also terrified. I'm so scared. Why are you so scared? I don't really like talking in front of people. I feel like I'm better at it when it's like I'm behind the microphone. But you're not really, what you're doing, all you're doing right now, just like right now, you're having, we're having a conversation, but we're just recording it so other people can listen to it and be entertained by it or agree or disagree. It's not, we're not doing this for the people. When I ask you a question like, uh, what did you do last night? I, I want to know, and you're just answering the question. It's yeah. not like, 
What's your what should the people think I wanted to do last night? <laughs> it's just that's I'll the, tell you what I was doing last night. I was the DD for you two. Yes, she was. You were the designated driver. <laughs> we turns out okay. we didn't need a designated driver. Beers, but yeah. People who aren't listening or people that are listening right now, I am the best child ever. I'm like, what did you what did you do last night? I was your designated driver last night. I'm the only kid that showed up today to be on the podcast. I'm the perfect child. Which is why we want to dedicate this podcast to just interviewing you and asking no. you questions about your life and <laughs> what you like and what's your favorite memory and that kind of stuff. Because you do have vivid memories. I'm, I'm, we're not going to do that, but what's one of your favorite memories growing up? Oh, my gosh. What was I... the most fun? It doesn't have to be the most. Top 10. What was, like, really well, cool that you've like done? Christmas mornings. <laughs> Christmas morning. Your mom did put together a, a, every every yeah. year fantastic Christmas mornings. I'll get back to you on that because if okay. I'm put on the spot, it freaks me out. You uh, you make some notes <laughs> and then maybe toward the end of the podcast. The thing that was is I'm a middle child, so I'm kind of a blender. So I'm not like McLaren and Gabe that always needs the attention on them. I just like to be there and be a part of the moment, but I don't want to be the center of attention. It freaks me out. I was looking at some T-shirts like family style t-shirts and one was um first born and then it says i make the rules and then uh for the baby it says um what what rules and for the middle children it said we're the reason for the rules that's hilarious (laughs) so i don't know that kind of goes against what you're saying because that's suggesting that the middle child is messing around and getting in trouble i I think they're kind of sneaky yes yes we're sneaky Mm -hmm. i mean i feel like i'm i was way more sneaky in high school than matthew ever was but i get away with a lot because i know how to blend Okay. Is that right? Yes. What is she getting away with now? The parents are both well, looking at each other. Well, not anything now. Well, I mean, yeah, more I know in quite high a bit, school. More than I want to know. But uh, <laughs> I will say, I'm the baby, and yeah, you're, I didn't have a lot of rules. You're the baby of six. Uh-huh. No. Seven. Yeah. Yep, seven. I mean, honest to God. Should know that by now. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, you were middle. Yeah, I'm number four What would you think five. about needing rules? Um... I'm trying to think of our family breakdown, and my brother Steve uh, was the was the paver. You know, it was the first go around, and uh, you know, you know, there were some rules that had to be set after Steve. It's not really rules because my mom and dad were not strict. They were, if you got in trouble, you got in trouble. The then, benefit of the doubt. Yeah, if you got in trouble, then you were in trouble. If you, I mean, I. As a high schooler, and I was a pretty, I mean, my sister would go away with her family up to the lake, and I was, I stayed at their house as a 16-year-old, 17-year-old, 18-year-old for wow. the weekend. And it was it lived right next to the Grandview, and uh, that, which is where I worked. But I also wasn't uh, a hellraiser. I was, I was pretty mature for my age, and yeah. I, my mom and dad trusted me and knew it wasn't. I never had a, a gangbuster party. I never <laughs> break ranger. the house down. Yeah, I never had any of that stuff. Because what happens if you violate that trust? Boom, you're done. Your parents would go away for the whole three months That's just in high school, mom. To me. And you know, you never had a you never had a rager. It was always. You know, I had very controlled parties. Uh-huh. But you are, As you guys both winked oh, at no, each no, other. No, 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 uh-uh. she is I, a, She is a controller. Yeah. She would not let things get out of no, hand. Uh-uh, never. Or, of course, when mom is a party, 
There's an agenda. The other There's thing, if you, you, if you weren't <laughs> invited, and you weren't bank. coming. <laughs> yes. True. Yes, that is very that, true. Yeah. 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 You never violated that trust either as far as, and you lived on a lake too. The, well, it was in the winter, so when yeah. you were alone, so that's a different yeah. story. But, um, so but I mean, we had like, you know, four-wheeler, snowmobile and stuff, and I... It was like people would beg to go and do that, and I was no. Nope, that's trouble. Absolutely that's, not. The only thing that can happen that. is trouble, right? You're, somebody's mm-hmm. going to break a neck, or. But as far yeah. as my family makeup, you know, Teresa was, uh, she was a go at the flow, and uh, she was not a troublemaker. Paul, Paul liked to be the life of the party, and he was a great dancer. And, and whenever you were at a party with Paul, he got center stage. He was always uh, an, a great entertainer. He was fun to be with. Mm-hmm. And then I, I don't know, I think I wasn't really louder to the life of the party. I was funny. I mean, I tried to entertain, <laughs> but I wasn't like was pushing funny. old women and children out of the way to say, look at me. I was just uh, naturally entertaining. Not funny, but entertaining. I think a lot of people have uh, a misunderstanding of you. Okay. Because I, I, they think that you are this like wild and crazy and want to tell jokes and be funny kind of guy. And you just are not. Mom and I were talking You're about this last night, You're not at all. You know, when we go to a party, you don't say a lot. You're yesterday. Kind, yesterday's you, party. Yesterday I, was an I example was an observer, of that. Yes. Um, you're <laughs> quiet. But a, a lot of parties you are. A lot of times you're, and at home, you definitely are not like, Mr. Entertain the family. I mean, but sometimes, always, sometimes you are. But he's like annoying. crazy a lot. <laughs> yeah. But I feel like dad and I are similar in a sense where we're introverts until we want to be an extrovert. And when we are an extrovert, we're really a fun extrovert. Uh, yeah, because like uh, we had a, there was a big backyard party. Our friends in McHugh's had a, a really nice party with a lot of friends that we know, a lot of friends that we don't know that we met last night and a lot of really nice people. It was really neat to, to see other people, but it, it's a lot of talking and you're better at that than I am. I can maybe introduce, but you can always find more things to talk about. Oh, I'm not. I don't think I'm good at that <laughs> at oh, all. I, I think the people that we talked to yesterday were were very nice and charming. The new people I met, and but I kind of r- run out of. If I'm not talking about me, I can't talk about it. No, I'm not saying that. How humble. Mom's like, ask how they are. Ask how they are. No, I'm not done with me yet. Hang on. You do that a lot. I know I do. And you do bring, you do bring me back down after like, you know what? It's okay for you to ask them about their life. What are they doing? What do they have kids? What's their podcast? What's their family podcast called? Um, yeah, what's your family podcast? <laughs> oh, you don't have one? Oh, oh. No, it's the oh. Talk with oh. okay. Well, we do, yeah, so, and it's called. <laughs> uh, it's, uh, but I, I agree with you that I'm an, a, a mild, mild introvert. But uh, hang on, we got the hotline ringing here. Hold tight. Ooh, what's this going to be about? Go ahead, randomly. You are on table talk. Whoever this caller is. <laughs> I'm in the eye of the hurricane right now. <laughs> <Matthew>. <laughs> Sounds like it. <laughs> have have you see have you sought shelter? Uh no, I just went and got Chipotle, so I'm walking home from getting Chipotle right now. <laughs> You're kidding Chipotle in a hurricane? <laughs> yeah. It's pretty wild. It's good wind. Oh, I don't know if you can even hear me. We can, yeah. We can, but we can hear the wind, but it's a good effect. But anybody that would risk blowing away into Boston Harbor for a Chipotle burrito is to be commended. Uh yeah, we um uh, Haley and I just we were hungry. We didn't. I don't have any food in my apartment, so we had to go get something. Uh, 
Hurricane Henri. Yeah. I'm going to keep my hat on. Are you sure? Uh, I just it in the other hand, so I can't hold it. Uh, yeah, last night it rolled in. Very eerie mist. Uh, <laughs> the wind has significantly kicked up today. Uh, but we have barely any rain yet, so we're not, uh, it's not shelter in place as of yet. It just hit Rhode Island, I think, about an hour ago, so it should be coming through this afternoon. Yeah, oh there were, gosh. there were many flights that were canceled, uh, out east to, uh, to Rhode Island, and uh, rightly so, but, so you guys are just feeling the wind whipping you back and forth, just not any precipitation yet. Not yet. I mean, it is wet. It rained a bit, but not, nothing hard. I don't think we're gonna get, like, downtown Boston's fairly sheltered. They have the whole, I mean, Connecticut and Rhode Island are going to get hit hard. Yeah. Hmm. Boston has the Cape, which, like, shelters the whole downtown area, basically. So mm-hmm. they're going to get hit pretty hard, I assume. But It looked like I don't it. Know. I, yeah. I didn't know that. I, I knew hurricanes weren't common in Boston, but I didn't realize this is the first one in 30 years. I just read that stat oh, prior wow. to the show. Yeah, 30 years. First, it, it yeah. has not been one a hurricane in, in New England. Which, yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, they always end up or, like, start as a tropical storm. So, it's, I, yeah, by the time it hits us, I, I can't imagine it will still be a hurricane. But, I don't know, it's fun nonetheless. Yeah, it's neat to, uh, well, I mean, as long as nobody gets hurt, it's neat to be in the middle of one or, or observe one, I should say, not in the middle yeah. one. You don't want to be there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. It's we're, a- I mean, we're right on the ocean, so we'll, uh, we'll see the full extent of it. Yeah, it's a good thing you have that Coast Guard right in front of you. Yeah, we do. Yep, that's right. Yeah, thanks. If they're recruiting anybody to come out and say, hey, what's going on? I Do not volunteer, please. Go save some ships. Yes, exactly. <laughs> All right, well, we didn't want a long a report from you. I just wanted to make sure you're safe, and I'm glad we can get an on-site report from somebody that's uh, out east, not quite in Rhode Island yeah. or Connecticut. but Yeah, you'll be I'm, sm- moving, uh, I'm, I'm moving my apartment today, so that's a... Uh, Trying to get that done before the hurricane hits so we can just sit. Oh, that'll be fun. Moving a big couch. It gets like a big parachute. That'll be you've taken flight for crying out loud. Moves in a hurricane. (laughs) Yes. Well, got to do it. No comments from me. Yes. Take some uh, pictures. Stay off of Storo Drive with the moving truck, and you should be okay. (laughs) All right. I'm walking next to a restaurant with blaring music now. (laughs) Take care. You are free to go. Thanks, Matthew. (laughs) Bye, Bye, Matt. Goodbye. Okay, then. That is too <laughs> funny. His life is a movie. But he's risking his life to go get Chipotle. Yeah. That's so Matthew. That is. Well, you got to eat. Uh, I think that's what he would say. You really do have to eat. I hope he brought some back for his roommates. I wouldn't be so sure. <laughs> I'm trying to look at... I just can't imagine now. I see this is as a mother whose child is living away... And I can't be there to help move. It's really hard. And then to hear, like, they've got a hurricane going on. It's like, oh, my God, it's crazy. Right. And his hunger pains forced what? him to go out to Chipotle. <laughs> yeah. And where is their stuff going? And and I have so many questions, but I'm not asking them because I know it's just annoying if I do. I wish you would take pictures, though. Oh, my Lord. Because he doesn't have his apartment, his new apartment, yet until the first. Right. So anyway, that's so, fun. New, uh, it, it does say New England is facing its first direct hurricane landfall in 30 years. Severe weather warnings have been issued across the Northeast as millions of people prepare for what could be the first hurricane to directly strike Long Island or New England in a few decades. 
Henri's got 70-mile-per-hour winds Saturday morning. Expect to become a hurricane uh, into today and make landfall in Long Island or southern New England, uh, the National Hurricane Center said. Uh, let's see. But he says it looks like it's going to pass New York City in Long Island. Uh, Who said that? He didn't say that. Yeah, Matthew did, didn't he? No. And he said it's the 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 brunt of it's going to miss New York City. I have no idea. I didn't hear him say that. I don't that, really listen to hurricane talk because I don't okay. really care about it. We'll have to it. play it back. Got it. Well, let's, <laughs> yeah. Well, draw your own conclusion. This is not an official. He's not a licensed meteorologist. He does not have the seal, so don't go by what he's saying. That's what you got to remember. Uh, where were we? Well, I think he said it's hitting Long Island right now. Oh. And it should be there to them soon. Okay. Yeah, but they're going to be, they won't be getting the brunt of it like New England or like Long Island and Rhode the Island. The Cape. Rhode Island, the Cape. <laughs> the Cape. Yeah. Well, the Cape is part of Boston. Yeah. Massachusetts. Yeah. Uh, what were we talking about, though, prior to that? Oh, number of uh, siblings and so forth. Yeah. Birth order. Yeah. And uh, well, maybe we exhausted that, but. Uh, I always felt like I never felt uh, as a like I had to follow rules or I, I guess I was a middle child. I was a typical. You were, but you were also kind of like a baby because your next sibling you have quite a few years in between. Six years separate my brother so, Steve and I and Maria and I. Twelve years. Okay, separate so those I two. think technically you're considered a baby. I think I recall my mom saying that in that in the in the birth order that fourth well, child for that many years would have been right. considered a baby. I think after like five years or something, you were considered a baby. Yeah, mm. and uh, I don't know. I don't. I feel like uh, I had great memories as being a child, but I don't remember being like pampered. <laughs> I missed out on that part where there's no rules barred. You no know? Jeep Wranglers Matthew, when you're in high school. Right. Matthew, you can do whatever you want. It's not a problem. But I do, <clears throat> I just think I had a maturity level that my parents didn't worry about me. And rightly so. I wasn't a big troublemaker. Um, Mr. Bray. No, yeah. I'm not saying I was perfect by any means. You know that darn well. But uh, Oh, gosh. It's just the way it is. It's just the way it is. Um, I have something, or talking about, speaking about family, I was looking over some uh, news reports and I saw one that caught my eye and I have to find it because I just moved some stuff around because of Matthew. And that is hopefully this one right here. This has to do with divorce. Mm. And so, Sophia, by the way, we have something to tell you. What? Yeah. We're getting a divorce. Oh my getting gosh! Stop. The other kids know, and they didn't yeah. want to be on the podcast. That would be while we... so bad. God. What are you going to say about divorce? Well, these are the twenty-one careers that are more likely to lead to divorce. Huh. Um, you've heard all the statistics, the stats before. Half of all the marriages they all end in divorce. Uh, well, whether that number still holds true is debatable. I don't think that they do because I think that figure. I think that figure they took maybe 33% of first marriages end in divorce, but they add on that maybe that second and third marriage ends in divorce just because you've got a How many? crazy okay. man or, or woman, and they include that in what's the, what's the current percentage divorce rate? I have no I, idea. No, that's what mom's telling oh. me, asking me to look up. Because I, I think I saw a stat one time where they take the first marriages, but they all include... They all include the second and third marriages of people. So I, do you think you're I mean, more I likely never, to get divorced if I, you 
I ne- I never put that in my mind that you could be considering other like multiple marriages as divorces, but I feel like the statistic is still really high no matter what. I feel like on the first cuz you think about it in California or even New York, those statistics have to be super high. Okay, so I'm seeing that 41% of all first marriages end in divorce. Okay. And 8.6% of second marriages end in divorce. So I guess if you add those together, that's about 50%. So they're lopping it into 50%. Okay. I that's guess so sad. That's just their stat. Um, here's what's really sad. Uh, workers in certain industries are seeing higher divorce divorce rates by age 30. I mean, well, think about that. You've probably been married only five years or so. Yeah. I think... Yeah, uh, a lot of marriages end in that first seven years. Okay, <clears throat> here's what we got. I'm going to read uh, some of these. I won't read all of them. Uh, it looks like the uh, first line enlisted military supervisors. Their divorce rate is approximately 30%. First line enlisted military supervisors managed and lead enlisted service members. Their role, however, tends to put a staggering strain on their marriages. Individuals under the age of 30 have a 30% divorce rate, making it the most divorced profession, according to uh, what's Uh, an outfit called Zippa. U.S. Census data website, Zippia. So something I would add to that, and this could be totally wrong, but from what I have experienced, um, military people tend to get married very young. Yes. Yeah. I, I know many, many who get married, you know, 19, 20, 21. Well, do you think that has to do with the fact that you might get some small town uh, high school grads or, or well, maybe I'm even talking dropouts. people that I know personally. But I mean, as a as a larger stat, though, too, they they would get married, enlist, you know, go away. And I think it also has something to do with they get more money if they're married. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. That's... I, 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 I have been told that. I, okay. Not like that should be a reason to get married because to me it's not. But Military welfare. What's going yeah. on? Let's go Well, here. and then when you connect that to the divorce statistic, then it kind yeah. of all makes sense. Yeah. Uh, next up is auto service technicians and mechanics. What? Where did what? that come from? Wouldn't you think billionaires? Well, all the billionaires are getting right. divorced. Uh, their divorce rate drops to 17%. I'm sorry. We, I, I skipped over. Uh, uh, stat people. Wait, what? What are you doing now? Yeah. Bronx, I, I skipped over number two. Oh, so it's not mechanics? No, they're number three. They're number oh, okay. three. But these guys are 18%. If death do us till... Uh, if. Till death do us part is of high importance. You might want to overlook a career in logistics. Supply chain professionals hold the second worst job for lasting marriages, the report indicates. So if you're a statistician or a, 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 a logistics. Is a, this like a finance guy? No, I think that's more of a um, uh, wouldn't a, a career in logistics be... You're working in warehouses and you're how, setting how are stuff up. Get, how are things are working? Oh, yeah. and that get kind A of stuff. to B. Yeah, and how do we procure things from too. China or overseas? Right. Let me stumble through two more here, and then we'll be. Uh, then I'll, I'll put you out of your misery, people. <laughs> um, so that third one is, of course, at eighteen percent, and that was the uh, mechanics. Why are mechanics at that? That is a, so bizarre to me. I, I guess maybe they work a lot of hours. 
Um, okay, I would. And they're probably dad. Think about when you have to fix something on the car or like a light bulb in the house. How angry you get. Mechanic is doing that all day, solving problems that they don't even know how to solve. So they probably come home so mad. Their median annual wage is about 30, well, 40 grand. And some workers tend to work evenings and weekends. And some say the trade off is not worth it considering the divorce rate is nearly 17%. Um, next, military again. Military enlisted tactical operations and air weapons. I don't even know what that is. Okay, yes. But military. They're 17%. Uh, divorce rate for chemical technicians. They experience a high rate of divorce when compared to other job holders in the study. Individuals in this profession spend a lot of time in labs and conducting. Well, is it just your job takes you away from your home and wife? Maybe, but, I mean, there's jobs like a surgeon where that doesn't happen. True, and he's away quite a bit. Combined food prep and serving workers. They're at 15%, coming in at number 6 Military rank not specified of divorce rate, 15%. Why is the, the military so high in divorce? Because they're away, Dad. Like I told, all these and years. I told you. If you're in a marriage, but your partner is in Afghanistan, let's say, not anymore. Or they're moving around the world, which is highly stressful. For years? Yeah, I guess. Well, I mean, imagine having kids and, you know, you're in Germany and then a year later you're told, oh, we need you to go to Hawaii. And then, you know, you get settled there and five years after that, let's go to San Diego. and Or, or sadly, back a to your reality or, is PT, what is it, PTSD? Yes. Yeah, that, yeah. Yes. Which, you know, they come back and they're just not the same person that they knew. Number eight, non-farm animal caretakers at 15%. Library assistants, clerical at number nine. Okay, well, that fits something. Library, okay. Engineering techs or expert drafters. Their divorce rate is 14%. Engineering technicians are instrumental in taking ideas and turning them into reality, but they must spend too much time in the lab. Uh, And it goes on and on. Can I find anything that would be... Bizarre. Carpenters. Here's your job. Carpenters, 13. I'm looking for radio at entertainers. Uh, so far, so good. Administrative service managers, which reminds me, we've been watching Mad Men. And I. We're late to the game. We're as late usual. to the game. Uh, we haven't avoided it. And it's been on our list, but now we've, we've pretty much caught up with almost everything. And you said, let's watch Mad Men. I said, okay, in an ad agency. I, I wonder how real. That is because the the one we saw where it was the election night was hanky panky spanky wanky. Yeah. It was just it was unbelievable. And yeah, I knew in the sixties that they probably you know treated the the female secretaries, which they're only female secretaries, typing away on those IBM electrical uh, typewriters. <laughs> I was just I was shocked to see that corporate environment, having been in a corporate environment here where. That's, you know, all of that is a no-no. You 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 don't even think about that. Well, I mean, I feel like it probably was true at some point because a lot of people, like, I feel like women have their truths. And I forgot what movie we saw, but it Margot Robbie was in it. And it was based on a true story of a news. I think she was a yeah, news anchor was, or something. Um, oh and that gosh. kind of seemed like the same type of world. Not I can't think broadcast of news. No, 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 Matt. It's current. Oh. You're always in the past. Oh, is that the one with the um, yeah, the three that, gals? The, yes, the sexual discrimination. Yes, I don't remember the, the name industry. of the movie. I can't think me. of it either, but yeah. But it's when they're in the elevator and 
I got you. Okay. Uh, 16 tax examiners, collectors, and revenue agents are at 13%. Everything came to electricians, 13%, uh, computer guys, 13 It kind of stole hold steady. I know. I know. I was looking for something fun, but there's no Nerds and Dad, why would this be fun? I'm imitating you. Oh, snorers. Snorers is up to 50%. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> yeah, I am a snorer. Okay, yeah, let's move on. Well, I'm glad that radio did not come up to our entertainment business at, at a high percentage. I'm uh-huh. glad you're sticking with it, love. I'm surprised by that. Um, <laughs> so, Matt, if you could have anything happen in your life, what would it be to do this? To do this? Yeah. Grandkids. No, oh, well, Oh, no, 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 no. I'm a if you could win something. Oh, the lottery, of course. Uh-huh. I play one ticket. It's all you need. Yep. So a family who bought a lottery ticket, they Don't were on vacation. This. Don't tell me this. Well, it's not a huge lottery. It's $2 million. I mean, it's you're, it's you're fun. It's fun. Yep. So they live in New Jersey, but they were on vacation in North Carolina, and they stopped in Maryland for a bathroom break, and they bought uh, Mega Millions Cash for Life. Well, none of that means anything to me, but I'm sure it does to you. Yeah. Uh, lottery ticket. Went home. Didn't check the ticket. Damn. Until a, a week ago. Oh. So a month had gone by before okay. they checked the ticket. It wasn't like a year like some people. But uh, anyway, they found out that they won $2 million. Wow. Nice. Well, you quickly have to hand over a million to the government because that's the 50% gift tax rate. But to have a million dollars in the bank is basically your retirement. And that would be, that's all you need. You don't she need. spent $15 on the ticket. Oh, wow. See, I'm not that aggressive. I buy one. Yeah. Wow. Maybe it's a special game, though. That's probably why she took a chance. And it was a quick trip. Quick pick. Power trip. play. At a quick trip. Yeah. It was a quick pick at a quick trip? <laughs> uh, the movie that we were talking about, by the way, is called Bombshell. Bombshell. Okay. Yes. Yep. You are right. Got it. Yeah, that's a good movie. Mm-hmm. Um. Where are we going next? Well, I, I was just saying that that was kind of fun because you like to fantasize I, and, about winning the lottery. And people always say, like, Joe, unless it's 300 million, suits won't buy it. I'm like, what do you care? If it's your time, it's your time. Buy one. Don't buy, I don't buy 10. I don't buy five. I don't even buy two. Well, I think it's up high again. I think it it's is. like both 240 of, million or somewhere around there. Yeah, both of them are up high. And all you need is one ticket. You turn $2 into 200 million. Uh, those are pretty darn good odds. And you never have to gamble again for the rest of your life. <laughs> Ever again. And anybody that wants money from me, see the government. They took your half. <laughs> That's what I would tell people. You know, the 100, 200 million I won, I get a check for 100 million. Go see the government for your half because they, they took your part, okay? I'm keeping mine. Um. We uh, should mention that uh, next week, uh, I know we're talking about the fair again. Um, if you want to come by, we do not have shirts and stuff available. That's it. Just we couldn't put it together, and it, we didn't really want to. Uh, let's face it, we'd sell seven shirts, so we don't want to embarrass ourselves. But uh, <laughs> and six yeah, would be to right, see how right. it goes. <laughs> right, but if you, I, I know we had flirted with the second Friday as well. We're planning on that. We're trying to logistically get everybody here in the family. Uh, and Matthew to come back. Right. That gets a little more tricky because McLaren will not be able to be there because she will be back in school. Um, Gabe technically will be back in school, but, out. you know, we could always 
Right. I wonder if he would want to skip home. school and be part of the podcast. And then oh, I don't, it'll depend up. how the first Friday goes. But I know Gabe is well loved. We got a sweet little uh, um, note, not note, DM, I guess, from someone yesterday whose family was driving to Montana, her and her husband and son. And she said that Gabe has wormed their. His way into their hearts. Well, wait till you meet so. him at the fair or see him another time. <laughs> yeah. he'll, he'll take care of that for well, you. Well, the most loyal and favorite child is <laughs> open for uh, the third, or what is it? The second. Yeah. No, I think it's the third. September 3rd. Oh, the date. I'm yes. sorry. I thought you were talking about Is that because you have nothing better to do? No, I mean, I start school, but I scheduled uh, my classes to not have Friday. Okay. You classes. start school before the fair ends? I start on the 8th, I believe. The fair is over by then. Oh. Yeah. The, the yeah. I don't know what I'm thinking. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. Yeah, the last uh, the last day of the Minnesota State Fair is, of course, uh, Labor Day, and that is the 6th of September. Yeah. So, But Gabe does start before. Yeah, he starts right away. Um, I had a... Where did I put that? I can't find my email that I had. I had one more item, and it didn't have anything to do with the... Oh, it had to do with politics. Since Gabe is not here, let's oh, talk yeah, some no. politics. And let, well, what's the right? There's what's the so left? Who's there? There's so many things in the world that people just get sick about talking about. I'm Coronavirus, politics, all of that. I don't want to hear about it anymore. Hear it in the news. We did hear some interesting chatter from uh, some uh, professionals that are in the industry yesterday at our party that were talking about... Um, and these are people that have been uh, decades in the healthcare industry about what could potentially happen, uh, getting your vaccination. Uh, get, get vaccinated, people. Uh, you know, it was um, it it was a doctor we were talking to, and one of the things that he said that was so concerning was that they are expecting one in a hundred children to get COVID that. Um, merits them being hospitalized once school starts here. He said within the first two to three weeks. Mm -hmm. And he said, that doesn't sound like that many, but if you take um, in the metro area, that's going to fill up Children's Hospital very, very fast. And he said what they're anticipating then is that the kids are going to be moved into adult hospitals who aren't really, you know, used to dealing with kids and don't have the same staff as, right. you know, the children's hospital right, right. or not to um, say they're heartless, but it's just it's a different it's a different animal. it's a different calling. And anyway, that was concerning to me and, you know, I guess with McLaren being a teacher and in the heart of that whole thing, it just I don't know, it sounded really scary. It it, it is and the fact that we don't know any answers. We don't know. We you know, a year ago, what more do we know now? Exactly. That's why I feel like then. talking about it is just like dumb. Well, because we know we a lot more know. now than a year ago. Yeah, but well, then a, a new variant or whatever. Right, comes right. that's by. what I'm saying. The the line keeps <laughs> the line. The end line keeps moving. Where okay, we we got this, and now. It does, but we know that the vaccine works. I will we not know argue that. with that. I will not argue with that. And if I'm told to get a booster shot, I'll, I'm going to get a booster shot. Yeah, we don't know for how long the vaccine works. But you know what? The, a flu shot, I don't, a flu shot, does that even last a full year? No. I don't think gotta, it you does. You've got to get one every year. You get one every year, but I don't think that you're, you know, really covered for the, the full year. The vaccine will not prevent you from getting COVID. 
It will not prevent you from getting COVID. Right. But it can give you a much milder case of COVID. Yes. Thank you. Yes, yes. Dad. Smarter people told me that yesterday. Just spitting out facts. Wow. Smarter people told me that yesterday. I'm just repeating it. They won't take credit for it. But it's a – and I will – Joe asked this question uh, uh, on the podcast. Are you okay with going to the fair or are you afraid? And I said, at this point, I've been vaccinated. I have a mask. If I have to put a mask on, I'll put a mask on. Mm-hmm. But I'm not afraid. I would rather live my life. I'm, I'm be smart about it. And But it's just right now, I, I feel because I'm vaccinated, I have that much more of a, not hot dogging it, but, and I'm, I'm still taking precautions. Uh, what am I? Uh, normality. Normality because I'm vaccinated. Yeah, and I, I'm not afraid to go to the fair because I feel like I, I'm going to be outside anyway. I usually don't go into a lot of buildings at the fair. And if I did go in a building, I would probably wear a mask. Go I to feel the grandstand like. and go to Spiral Light Candles. Yes, do that. <laughs> but um, I don't know. I just think if you if you are mindful and we don't tend to get in big crowds at the fair anyway, we don't like that. I don't like that. Even when it's not COVID, I avoid that. And if I see a really busy street, I'm like, let's go to the next one. Um, But I'm not that concerned. And we're outside and you, and you are outside and I know it can be airborne, but that is a distinction from, you know, think of all the smoke you smell from the, or the good smells and the bad smells everywhere. I mean, that thing's a, a wind tunnel. I don't know if that's good or bad, but um, <clears throat> I'm still excited to see. And who knows how big it's going to be. Right. They can't get workers. They can't get some of their vendors won't be, be There's up to a lot par. of hurdles. They have about 150 vendors not returning. Um, on average, they have between 70 and 100 a mm-hmm. year who uh, don't return for various reasons. Sweet so Martha's it, it is, is out. What? So you didn't hear about Sweet Martha's? No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, yeah. Matt, don't say that. <laughs> there's no, I was like, there's no way. Don't. That is like, not true, people. I just saw their new merchandise that they're selling, and it's actually really cute. Is oh, it? Really? Yeah. Fun. Mm-hmm. Well, anyway, I yeah. So it's if they don't feel comfortable being there, a lot of people are having a difficult time getting the food that they serve or you know the merchandise that they sell. But they did say, you know, when you're coming, expect that the lines could be long getting in because the fair doesn't have enough employees. Right, right. So they just said be patient, but it's going to be different. The other thing is, too, we didn't have a fair last year. It wasn't the end of the world. It was a grand bummer because of this. I Not that I would say the fair should have gone on. No. But it was, was especially if you're a vendor that makes money there, yes, that's a bummer. And it was a bummer not to have it, but we survived it. I mean, we we canceled Thanksgiving for crying out loud, you know, at our house. I mean, we you had mm-hmm. to make changes. And mm-hmm. yes, it was one year. And if you lost a loved one during COVID, that's really harsh. And I, I, I'm sorry about that. But life does prance on and there's just nothing you can do. And I don't know. We'll you can't s- live in fear. No, no, you can't live in fear. That being said, come and live in fear with us at the Friday podcast <laughs> yeah. uh, right after the Garage Logic broadcast. Uh, we can probably wrap it up. It's going to be a shorter version. What about our phone call oh we were going to make? Oh, my gosh. Yes, yes, yes. I have to do this. We have we're to gonna... make a little phone call. Make a little <laughs> phone call to somebody that's not here right now. Oh, Gabe, you've got, got something big coming for you. See what I got. Okay, six, five. I'm going to get the number here. He probably already exited out because we were talking about COVID and politics. I bet. He's like, I'm not on that action. 
I'll have it up here. Okay, talk amongst yourselves while I do this. I don't know what to talk about, Mom. See, that's when I when I throw it to you at the fair. You got to go, Sophia. What's your thing? What, yeah, you see, and I will go blank so I, every I, time. I was going to make a suggestion for you at the fair. You could always wear sunglasses at, that were really dark, and then you could just close your eyes, and Mom. no one would know your eyes were People closed. People are going to think of like Stevie Wonder. No, no one would know <laughs> your eyes would know your no, eyes were good. closed, and you could just pretend you were sitting in the studio. No, I need my eyes open because I need to see if anything's going to happen around me. What if? What if, Sophia? What if you know people out there? See, I would just die. <laughs> I can't do this. I'm wearing a mask, and not like a like a clown mask. <laughs> we have a good clown mask. Yeah, we, we do. Uh huh. What if he doesn't answer? Hello, this is Shamrocks. I'm going to help you. Hi, can you tell me what the soup of the day is, please? I don't like you. (laughs) (laughs) You know how how I know it was you? How? It says... AM, like KSDPM. Dang it. Got you. Let me know what the soup of the day is. You text that to me and I'll check you it know, out. I don't know the soup of the day. <laughs> you should I know, know it was chicken wild rice yesterday. That's what we Oh, and that's, that's good there. So Left. Good. I would eat their day old soup. All right, mm-hmm. get back to work. We love you. <laughs> All right, yep. Bye. 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 Love that. Love you guys, that. Guys, that was him. amazing. I'm so happy he picked up. Oh, that is very funny. <laughs> Oh, the poor kid. Shoot, they have caller ID. Don't ever crank call Shamrocks and say, is your refrigerator running? You better go and catch it. All right, let's wrap it up here. Let's wrap it up. Okay, thank you for listening to this uh, abbreviated version of Table Talk with Rookie's Family. If you are a first-timer because you just learned about it, it gets way better, believe me. If this is your first one you listen to, it gets way, way better. And now... (laughs) Let's kill that, the theme music on the way out here. We'll catch you next time. Table Talk with Rookie's family. More members on Friday from the Minnesota Get-Together, the great Minnesota Get-Together. What will you eat first? Everything. You can catch us on all social medias, too. We're on Instagram, Facebook, the Twitter, TikTok. Are we on TikTok? No. No. We're on. Dad. Do I have to be quiet now? Yes. And maybe, McLaren, if you're listening, we're going to go to brunch right now and eat every single <laughs> delicious brunch because you were not with us today. She'll hate that. <laughs> <laughs>